Called it loon shit. It's just that freaking greasy top layer on those northern roads. But I froze my bag off. Like I had every piece of clothes on inside my Catch me howling at the moon. Try to catch me howling at the moon. Try to catch me howling at the moon. Hey guys, welcome back to Come Out Heavy Podcast. I don't even know what episode this is, but. Uh... I don't know what we're at. Hey, Dev? Eight, 18, I think. 18, yeah. I ran out of fingers, so I, you know, I, I, I we laugh about this. I never really know how to start these things. Like, we kind of talk, and yeah, we'll start with here, and then I get 10 seconds into talking or rambling, and then I kind of lose where I'm at. But, anyways, welcome back, everybody. For Thanks a little for listening along for 18 episodes of this shit show. Yeah, uh, glad to be on again. Fuck, BC's been going through a whirlwind of fucking heat waves and shit storms of fires. And I don't know, we just wanted to send our thoughts out to all those people in that Lytton area and, and all that Okanagan and fucking everywhere now. Like, there's a lot going on. And man, the, the firefighters, I mean, we always tip our hats to you guys. You fucking get after it. And it's been a bad year. So, and now there's been people in the, our hunting community in BC affected uh, by this too that are Katie outfitters out of that I don't even know where but central BC Kids. area I mean lost his whole outfit and that's just shitty to see so you know uh, there is a GoFundMe going for that too that we've seen and I mean if, if you're anyone's looking to support these these local guys that are already going through tough times with with COVID and whatnot I mean outfitters go through something like that i mean if you can send them a little something it looks like it goes a long way yeah with covid it the outfitters already have a tough time with trying to get you know they obviously nobody from the states has come up for a year and a half and it's you know to add forest fires on top of that with the economy and everything it's just it's just shit luck i guess i don't know what else to say about it but it sucks and hopefully everyone else is is doing okay or if they're not then you know, reach out if anyone needs help or something. There's always lots of support for people like that. So, yeah, that's a that's a downer way to, to get it rolling. But it is well, what it is. I know we've been watching the fire situation probably for, well, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. And just where we plan on going hunting, there's some fires close by. And it's basically day to day. You don't know what we're going to go up, what we're going to see when we get up there and just kind of get up there if, if it's smoked out then go to plan b and if that's smoked out then try to find a plan c <laughs> go go to the local town and drink for a week and don't tell the wives <laughs> yeah <Shh>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might have to edit that one yeah there's no editing in this <laughs> well yeah so it's we've been planning like everyone i think that's <clears throat> heading for their their sheep openers coming here i mean fuck it's coming quick kurt and i were just saying 
I don't know how it gets uh, on you so fast. I mean, I guess when you're used to start hunting season September 1st and now you're doing it August 1st, it uh, doesn't give you much time to drink, go to the beach, and prep for a sheep hunt. But uh, for for this episode, we decided to uh, probably focus in on a little sheep prep and, and get some more knowledge bestowed on us by a, a good friend. So it's going to be... <laughs> He's rolling his eyes at me already. <laughs> yeah no it's yeah it's good we got uh johnny nykirk in the studio today and we're gonna pick his brain and and hear some stories from the the past year so far and see what he's got planned for the year yeah he's uh he, he loves doing these kind of things you know he <laughs> super outgoing loves the public eye <laughs> yeah he's just cringing right now um not to put any pressure on you at all but yeah. uh yeah, no, we're lucky to have him on for a guy that's been in the industry as long as he has and the experience that he's got in the mountains and, and not just BC, Northwest Territories, Yukon, Mexico. Um, when it comes to backpack hunting and sheep hunting, I, if I got a question, I asked this guy, you know, what do you think about this? And he's like, nope, it's shit. And, and, and straight up honest answers, like, don't waste your fucking money, don't waste your time. Like, it's, you know... I take what he says with high praise too, just because he's been there, he's done that, his experience is, you know, it's, I don't know, it's hard off, like he's, oh, he's getting bashful again here, but that's nice yeah. to say. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, here, Johnny, how's it going, buddy? Good, man, how are you guys doing? Oh, good, good, just <laughs> having a dinner party right now, so I drug Johnny into the basement, I'm like, fill your glass up with wine, and uh We'll start shooting the shit, eh? Yeah, exactly. No, it's good. How you so it's been, uh, well, I've been great. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking busy. I mean, as soon as you got to get ready for any kind of hunts, I feel like work always pours on, too, for me. So I've been working overtime for two straight months and trying to do everything else in between. So it's, uh, yeah, I like it. It's that added stress of fucking getting ready for a, a backcountry sheep hunt and you're just like fuck it i think there's no other way to do it i don't know how you would not be yeah. stressed for the last two weeks before a fucking hunt you, there's not like a little package that a little kit that gets you ready to go every time you know what i mean it's not like yeah. you just going to the closet and you got your summer camp all ready to go or anything yeah but it's tough either way even you know when you said like september rolls around because you're used to doing that like for us it's always been july 15th the nwt is the opener so you're up there beginning of july that's just the season and then mainly here it's like august 1st right so and yeah. you con or in bc so that's the difference i'm just used to that like if i were to miss a summer i'd feel super weird It'd be like you guys staying home in september when oh, we we're kids right i remember when you're going to ramhead you'd be like oh i'm leaving next week i'm like dude it's fucking beginning in yeah, july you're like, right. but and that's what sucked because i miss out on so much fun yeah. stuff and everyone's surfing and just doing fun stuff especially when you're younger and like oh yeah single and it's fun and you're just up there like you like it but you're, you miss out on a lot yeah definitely you know so but back then too like you would bear hunt like mad in the springtime yeah right you know you'd be guiding bears you'd have what a month off i don't know we start in april it was april 15th we'd start down on the coast finish that come home on june the 15th would be the last day of the season and then yeah. i'd have a couple weeks and then normally head up to the territories on july 4th or 5th yeah that's fucked man and then you'd get home what september sometimes i would be home earlier but uh, when i first started going like i think it was like september 15th or 17th you start making your way home depending on yeah. weather when everyone killed everything 
Yeah. And then you get home. And so then, I mean, the fall was a little different. Yeah. But then still be in Canmore during bighorn hunts in November. Yeah. And then just, like, I never had dogs in, but I'd be guiding for someone with dogs. And so that'd eat up a bunch of, you know, December and stuff. Oh, yeah, right? man. So, that's fucking all year round. Like, yeah. I mean, it's good. It's fun. It's hard yeah. not to. Like, oh, yeah. I wanted to. I'm not complaining, but you do miss out on a ton. Yeah. Yeah. So the I know. not as bad, but. So I know, like, with you being an outfitter now, um, like, with the springtime with COVID and everything, I know last year was fuck around, like with the borders not being open this spring again, like you guys used to guide quite a few black bears and whatnot. And, you know, it's with your, your spare time now, I know you've taken up a, I like fishing, not even taken up. I think you got an addiction really. I'm obsessed with it and I love it. Like I love chronomid fishing. And I'm not like, I'm the furthest thing from being the, but I've got a lot better. Oh yeah. Man. You know, so I fish a lot and I like it. A nice boat, good setup. A lot of good friends are really good. And then it's just pushy to get better. Yeah. I don't tire flies. Yeah. You don't want to get me going on that, but I do like it. <laughs> this guy would send me Snapchats six in the morning, pouring fucking rain. Yeah. And he's out there fishing with Joey, his dog. I'm like, <laughs> I like fishing, but I don't like it that much. Like, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. It's a weird. <laughs> And I, when I first, like a couple years ago, I was like, come on, you guys, you can't sit out here all day. Yeah. And now I can. Not even a question. I get bummed out and stressed if I'm not out fishing all day. It's crazy. Yeah, it's fun, you've, though. You've landed some fucking lunkers, though. Like, I just seen on your Instagram, some of your stories showing. Like, is that all on Chronomid? Is that, yeah, like, we don't yeah, have to go into this too deep, but I've been yeah. really curious about that. You can catch, like, I, it's not the only thing I fish. Like, I'll fish other stuff, but mainly Chronomids and... There's a few other ones that are working pretty good, but I, I've never, there's guys that catch way bigger than me, but I've caught some nice ones. Like I think the yeah. biggest, the biggest one I ever truly caught was eight pounds. And that was last summer. This summer I didn't catch anything. No, like the but biggest were, I got was like, catching lots, like, yeah, like five and a half pounders. And that's being honest, you know, like that's a big fish to me. A five pound Fuck. rainbow on a fucking yeah, like, that's fly awesome. rod is a screamer. Yeah, it was sick. So, yeah. and it was so fun. And then so many. But there's so many good lakes. Like, the caribou, you're just blessed. That's, dude, it's, like, I remember going to trade school and people from all over BC be like, man, we're getting up early. We're going fishing mm. Dragon Lake. And I'm like, <laughs> Dragon Lake? Like, yeah. you live in Quinault. You must fish it every day. I'm like, I fucking never fish that lake. Like, Me what are you neither. talking all about? Through and I'm high like, school. No. no. And I, like, I, we go crony fishing in the spring sometimes and more micro leech because of I don't yeah. know how to fucking tie yeah, flies yeah, yeah. or whatever. But I got a box full of chronomids and I don't never caught anything on them. But yeah, guys talk about traveling to Quinell to no, fish that's, dragon. That's like, because they they can't put a triple hook on a chronomid yet. If they put a triple hook, you might. Oh yeah, use it. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. When I was younger, I wanted to kill every fish I caught, oh, and now fuck. I won't. Not like we caught. I don't know. I I lost count, but there was a lot. Like it was good fishing, and I never kept one. Like. I feel it'd be weird to bonk a rainbow trout in the head. I yeah, just won't do I, it. I don't like the way, like, I love Lakers, I think, dollies, yeah, trout. white fish and stuff. Yeah, like, rainbows that just taste like fucking mm. bugs. And I'm not really that hung up on smoke and fish or nothing either, no. right? So, I mean, I don't care if someone does, I just... Yeah, I like eating go. it, but I don't fucking yeah, like doing no, it. Yeah, same, I'm with you. <laughs> but when we're younger, like, oh, oh yeah. kill everything. Yeah, burnt you're coming everything. home, the cooler is full. <laughs> like, it's so full, bad. full. Oh yeah, we'd go as a family like that, but that's what you ate, right? Like, I remember like fish rainbow trout was for dinner. Yeah. You know, with my my sister and my parents, and you know, like you'd cook up four rainbows for dinner one night. Like, 
you know. I, I had the best of intentions, but mine mainly freezer burnt and just rotted and I threw them out. So, I mean, I wish I could say. <laughs> that I, I went home with like, I'm going to eat this and I never do. And maybe that pisses some people off, but that's just, you're an idiot when you're a kid is what it boils down to. Yeah. So that was me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I might have, I know I might have done that allegedly a couple of times too. <laughs> yeah. but. By accident. Anyways, yeah. I'm making up yeah. for it in my older years. <laughs> well, that, I mean, it kind of nice for you to maybe take a little bit of a spring off. Like, oh, fuck, you need to work. You need to get guys in your in your camps and stuff. But uh, that must be a little bit nice, like uh, Kurt was mentioning. You've been on steady go like that with your hunting seasons, and, and that wasn't even counting any personal hunts you threw in there. That was just guiding you were talking about. So yeah. every once in a while, sitting back and fishing and, and not worrying about the next hunt is that is that nice for you or are you just like fuck that i want to get more guys up here let's go hunting no i i think it's i love it like honestly i do i think i like it better i like when they close grizzly bear hunting down like the black bear thing's fun but i i i, I love hound dog hunting and stuff like that but i'm not like some guys some of my friends are really really good hound guys and they love the bears i like it and i do it and i like it's fun and stuff but i mean i could take it or leave it i mean i I'll go bear hunt with the dogs one day, fishing the next, and I'm just as pumped. But I like having the springs off, to be honest. I think it makes me a better hunter in the fall. You know, like, I've caught up. I'm where I need to be in my life, I think, as far as that. So it's it's good. I go up there and focus on some good sheep hunts and, and hang out. And when I'm at home, hang out with my buddies and do some normal shit. Get caught up and then take off, do those sheep hunts, and you're just, your head's in the game. For me, you know, I love it, so... I think, yeah, like a guy would get burnt out. Like you were, yeah. you were literally hunting all year round in different places. Mm-hmm. You'd leave one spot, get a week off. I remember you'd be like, oh, I'm home for a week. Sweet, let's hang out. And then you're gone the next day mm-hmm. and you're gone for a month. And, yeah, you know, like I noticed just hanging out with you last year, like you're stressed out because the borders were closed and nobody with COVID, no one knew what the fuck was going on. That's what it is. It's the uncertainty. But yeah. I think fishing was almost like a thing, like to get away and not think about it because you yeah. were pretty stressed out. Oh, Everybody yeah. was, man. Like, it's just the uncertainty. Like you save up and like I've been fortunate to have, you know, and had some good years and just keep saving. And then you're like, OK, it's great. But now it's like, like, when is it going to come back? You know, like know. I'm tired of pussyfooting around and you're like, oh, great. Like there's this. Yeah, it's yeah. So no, definitely. That's for sure. Yeah. When things eventually, if they do, I mean, I feel things are pointed in the right direction. Finally, I'm tired of being negative about it. My only negativity is I just want the fucking borders to open so we can go hunting and, yeah. and get on with things. Right. Because, you know, that's how we make our living oh. and hunting season so short for us. Like. We make our money and people, you know, but it's in the summer and it's in, a, you know, September, October, November. Yeah. yeah. You know, you make a little bit cat hunting, but it's not like unbelievable. So, yeah. you know, our big, you know, crop to carry us through is this time, you know. So when they drag their feet and maybe I'm jumping a little bit on the discussion on where you guys want to be in this. But like the border thing being closed is like, yeah, like we if it we need it to open, we don't need it to like it's fine. Yeah, September. That's great. We get a fall. But like. There's so many guys like sheep hunting is the big money thing for all these guys the too. Most right? expensive so, hunts, you know. And I mean, I understand like if you're just doing the fall hunts, it, 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 I'm not taking away from anything. But for guys like us, like we, I want to make that in that. And I'm the furthest thing from being a big outfitter, not even close. But we have, you know, we do, you know, three or four sheep hunts a summer, and it goes a long ways for guys like us, right? So if we don't get it another year, it's pretty devastating, right? So. Yeah. I don't know. It's just frustrating. It's just like anybody though, when you have a job or whatever, and it's like, you know, you're, you're laid off or you're laid mm-hmm. off and you're like, Hey, come on, you know? So 
yeah, it's frustrating. So it seems to be pointed in the right direction as far as I mean, and soon we'll find out, right? So like I have hunters we're on standby right now, like, and I'm trying to get every date lined up because if it opens, we're going, yeah. right? But if it's going to be like day. the 25th or the 30th, well, then it's cutting into doing our other hunts in the fall, right? So I can only, I can't do the sheep hunts in September because we have other hunts and you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal. So we'll see. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll send old Trudy a message there back in, uh, uh where the fuck are they um i'm drawing a blank here but yeah oh, back east <laughs> ottawa how the fuck can oh. i not think of that jesus Tr- you mean, mean ontario you yeah. mean ontario the biggest fucking province in, yeah. in canada worst case ontario yeah. i had a couple yeah, day, worst case couple ontario. day beers today you know yeah i didn't want to say anything i'm not the smartest guy so i would have made it worse for right. sure corb Lund said it best it's time to switch to whiskey because we've been drinking beer all day so. <laughs> So, Johnny, last time you were on, you had told us some uh, decent tales from Mexico and a few trips down there. And I know you've been on a, a recent Mexico hunt. Uh, this last one, was it was it a, a good one? Are there things you take away from these hunts that you learn and bring back to BC? And do you prepare for that Mexico trip similar to your BC style? Like, is there much difference when you're talking sheep hunting? Oh, yeah. It's like as far as hunting sheep here and hunting them there. Yeah, like, what's your big differences there? Ah, I, you know what? I don't know. I, I, I'm sure there is, but offhand, there's nothing that just stands out. That I mean, definitely the the, the climate's different and, and the terrain's different. And, you know, certain places, whether you're hunting on Sonora on the mainland or you're hunting on Tiburon Island, where we do most of our hunts. Um, yeah, it's just different. And it's just, I don't know, you're just, just going to roll with the punches. It, it, there's nothing that stands out, Devin, to answer your question yeah. to me, but like you just, it's just a different style of hunting, 100%. It's just like uh, hunting in Canmore, Alberta, compared to hunting here. You hunt differently, different animals. I think it makes you a better hunter there. It's, it's about the same. You just got to be patient. You got to smart and you got to pass up some rams. You got to, I don't know, you just, you got to be on the ball too, right? Like those sheep in Tiburon are spookier and shit. So it's like hunting stone sheep here, you know? Like they really are. Like you're not, like killing one with a bow is a tough one to do everything's noisy it's you know it's it's windy as shit at times which can also work in your advantage which it proved to do on this last hunt but i don't know it yeah it's just different like i mean i've kind of what do you mean by that you use the wind to to work Ah, just because when it's wind just the sound you know like yeah but it makes it harder to shoot but you know you get in closer and whatever you gotta get it just you know what it's like anyone that shot a bow it's harder to shoot in the wind but at times you can in between gusts make it happen right so yeah is it is it crunchy down there like everything's noisy it's horrible disgusting you know october before the snow comes and everything's frozen and dead and every step's crunch well that's what it's like there yeah yeah like you're stressed out sneaking up with a rifle half the time so you know you throw a bow into it and it actually lets the air out of your i know how much you love bow hunters yeah no i mean (laughs) (laughs) i i I do love a lot of bow hunters i've also had some bad ones so yeah it's kind of i think anyone would prefer is just a success ratio it's clearly better with a gun yeah Yeah. i just had my heart ripped out of my chest a few times with a bow and arrow but they've also been redeemed pretty good too but yeah yeah, I'd rather have a fucking rifle. Hunter, but, oh, fuck yeah. But I, 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 if there's a good bow hunter, or, and not that there's any, you know what I mean. There's yeah. a lot of guys I really enjoy bow hunting with, and that I have bow hunted with, and they're. Yeah. I respect know, as good the challenge come, that those you know? guys but try too, right? I think I just like a bow hunter that has a, 
he's not looking for fame or attention. He just he likes that's the tool he uses to kill. It's what he's brought up doing, and yeah. and he's a good hunter, and that's just what he prefers to do. That's all I mean. You know, guys like that, you, you never make them better. And most of them have a wicked attitude. They're like, look, I'm here. Like, I get it. I might not go home with one. My goal is not to, you know, go home empty hand, like to not go home empty handed. If I do, I do. But I just, this is yeah. what I'm doing, right? Yeah. You know, if I came here just to kill one, I'd probably pack a gun because it increases my odds, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Rifle hunting is freaking hard too. That's another one that irritates me because, oh yeah, anyone could do it with a gun. That's not true. You know, like it's hard, right? Yeah. Like, I have a real hard time killing shit with a gun. So, oh, fuck. You know, it's just, me but too. maybe that's just me, but you know what I mean? So you just can't say that. But I don't know. Mexico is different. The big thing is on that Tiburon hunt, and I don't know if I'm answering your questions properly or I'm just rambling on, that's but good. it's like, oh, no, you're good. Keep you, going. Your packs are heavier than you. Like, it's like you, you basically, you're getting regrouped with food and water from this series because the series have. Tiburon Island and then you know other people outfit it and, the, the Siri Indians right? yeah so they yeah. get them from them which is so they're all you know really involved in these hunts and stuff but what I'm trying to say is like so they'll meet up with us at certain checkpoints and like they're hunting with us but then they, there's a big group of them to help out to make the hunt successful so I mean you'll be going and you'll need water so you're getting restocked every three days because your food goes rotten you're not packing around a jet boil and making mountain hose or all these things because you just can't there's no free water, like there's no running water, there's none of that. So you're packing all your water and you want to pack as much as you can. So your pack's heavy, man. You got your sleep bag, your tent, and mind you, it's all, you know, warm weather shit, but like it adds up and you want battery packs or it's yeah. nice to have a frying pan and, you know, like you want to heat up this different style of food you're eating there. So your packs are heavy and it's hot as shit. You so. were, you were talking to me earlier about like the water, like how much water are you, you're packing a fucking ton. Yeah. Like usually on a hunt, like. Try to, I would pack 10 one liter water bottles, Holy you know, cow. so then you kind of get That's like two. 20 fucking five pounds of water. Yeah. And yeah. then you add that on there. It's not like the end of the world, but it's a lot, you know, you and need so you, it. You, you need it. And okay. you'd be surprised yeah. like Louise or Rafa, you'd be like, you know, Rafa especially because, you know, like you'd just be surprised like talking is what I'm getting at because he, he does every hunt with us. But, um, you know, you drink more than you think. And in some days you can get it down low, but I like to drink coffee every morning. Like I like getting up early. Um, on that last hunt we did with Bill with the bow and arrow, like, um, a friend of mine from Alberta was there. So we did the hunt together and it was wicked. And, uh, like, I love getting up early and drinking coffee. And so did he, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's just something like when I'm at home, I do the same. So when we're out there, it's pitch dark, you turn your red on your headlamp and hang out bullshit, unwind, load your packs and get going. So you drink the more water, right? Like if you want to drink lots of coffee, well, you got to pack it, you know? So some people don't, I'm like. Since I, I quit chewing Copenhagen, I'm like obsessed with coffee and wine. So it's like <laughs> what I do, but whatever, right? It's kind of weird at wine part, but I can't help it. I love it. So, but anyways, that's, you know, your pack's just a little heavier because of it. Right. So I don't know. It's fun. The, again, I guess, I guess I kind of ramble on or whatever, but like, yeah, it's just getting back to that hunts. You definitely just, you not, get a routine. You, you, you're you got, telling stories. Yeah. You just, yeah. you know what you like to use and. And, uh, yeah, that, and I guess that maybe makes it a little different. It's just, it's hard to believe you're just over there hunting in the desert. It's such a badass routine. I love it. Fuck yeah. And, you know, and it breaks some, the winter up too. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool. But other than like, to answer your question, like, I don't know. It's just, yeah. animals. What about move. like you were saying the mannerisms of them, do you find the, the, not that it matters to our BC listeners, but it's just interesting stuff for me. I'm just curious, like a, a desert ram, since it's so 
dry? Do you think they pay more attention to different, I don't know, noises and, and things compared to the, the sheep you've hunted in, in BC? Like, is that what you mean? Like, they have different mannerisms even? Or is I don't think their mannerisms they... them. I just think they, they're scared of predators. There's a million coyotes there. There's, oh, yeah. I mean, there's just, they, they're, they've been shot at. <laughs> like, you know, there's a lot of poach nets been going on. There's a lot of people hunting there. There's, it's hard hunting. It's hard. There's a lot of good rams. But it's not like you just roll up there and just dump a 180. Like, that's a total misconception. And a lot of guys that are claiming that are usually rubber taping them too, right? So, um, you got to... It's hard to scratch up a big ram, man. Like, it is. So, but they're there, 100%. It's a great hunt, but it's freaking... They're, they're wild. It's just like a stone sheep. There's no particular reason other than... I mean, if you've been scared by something you're gonna grow up they're just they're just wild sheep i guess the best way to explain it it's a wild animal it's not they're sketched out it's they're a hard animal to hunt you don't get too many second chances not a freaking chance you do like if you blow them out it's over and then maybe you'll bump into them again but it's going to be a long ways away you know and so i don't know what makes them that way devin but they just it's just i mean there's several reasons clearly but yeah they look pretty rugged too from your pictures it's freaking rugged there's a lot like it's fucking it's cactus legit, yeah. and cliffs and mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean i don't never it's like you're worried about falling to your death or nothing but it's it's rugged country like you're not gonna it takes you sometimes a little while to get from a to b if you're crossing through some of that shit yeah um yeah it's just different one thing though is you're never tired i'm never you're tired because you're fatigued or you're hot or whatever but you know when you're climbing the stone sheep hunting or you know your legs burn and all that but you're right on the water like i find like i'm never just like the life sucked out of me yeah right? what's so, the what's the elevation there like can't well, be a couple hundred feet yeah exactly you're on sea level yeah right? fuck so yeah you're right off the ocean it's so it's yeah. it's nothing nice right? not the seven thousand feet eight thousand no, feet no like i think at the most you'd be oh, i mean don't quote me on it but it's not much i yeah. don't even want to say a number but uh yeah it's so that's a big difference it's rad like you don't get that crazy leg burn or nothing and yeah, burning so lungs good. what would you take grizzly bears or scorpions grizzly bears any day of the week. <laughs> I, but i'm a chicken shit i fucking hate those scorpions and it seemed like every time you're setting your tent up this year i every time i turned around Ooh, they're disgusting yeah Fuck. i don't have a macho bone in my body when is, is it comes there to things. like snakes and spiders down there too or? there's rattlesnakes and there's tons of them but they're all in hibernation when we're there i right? guess yeah so and i mean i'm not a real fan of knowledge on these snakes Ugh. on the island but i do know that there is a lot of them there and it, clearly there's a lot of freaking scorpions and they're just ugly and gross but the, i learn more and more from guys and i don't know what i believe but like the small small tiny little ones are the ones that are the most venomous and that can actually fuck you up pretty good and then the bigger ones i don't know i got stung by one you know i think i told you that and it hurt like hell but it wasn't the end of the world i don't want it to happen again but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i would definitely take a grizzly bear i think though. oh dude yeah. like for it's me it's spiders target. yeah if oh. there was fucking like tarantulas and shit like that fuck no you can pay me the amount of money to go down there like oh. snakes don't bother me scorpions is kind of like a spider like a crab spider i guess i wouldn't but... like it yeah. i'm the most like it's i've never it's the most embarrassing thing but like we were out like jason had when we were at wild sheep he won a desert bighorn hunt and me and him were down doing the hunts on Tiburon together. We kind of each, we go with a group of friends that have hunted with us a lot. So they book the hunts and we go down like, so there's a bunch of brothers. So I took one, Jason took one. And then uh, another friend of ours took the other guy. But um, 
so we were all down there when those hunts were finished. Jason had won that hunt, so we went over, and it was called Sierra Alamo, and they're just an unreal group of guys too. And it's on the northern part of like Alta Sonora, or whatever, right? It's by um, uh, Carboca. Is this a town? And you go back up there. It doesn't matter. Anyways, we're sitting around and they have like a base camp and we're barbecuing outside and this tarantula. Maybe it must have come to the warmth and it just fucking scaled along the floor. And like, I honestly, man, like, was this like, I lost it. Like, it's just, it just even the thought of it. And I know maybe they're harmless, but they just, yeah. I don't know, man. My fucking heart was tough. I, fuck it. Horrible. Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't like the big ones. That's fucked. No. I'd be lighting forest fires down there. Kill them all. 100%. Fuck those things. No, for sure, man. It's bad. <laughs> so, yeah. so you guys had a you had a pretty successful trip? Like you you yeah, were we able did. to get some sheep that this spring? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We killed some nice rams. Actually, really nice rams. It was good. Um, the first hunt we killed, I killed one. He wasn't like a just a giant ram. He was just a gorgeous ram. He was super old and just awesome. And, and you know, the hunter that I was with, like, he's a really close friend of mine, too. And just... He goes down because he loves to hunt and have fun. And we went a few days. Actually, we didn't even see anything. Even like we even thought thought about, you know, shooting. And then this ram came in. We did a really cool stalk. We didn't even really know he was in there. We just knew there was a younger one. Made a cool play. And this guy walked out and and Pancho. And, you know, he's this ancient old ram. Like, great ram to take if that's what you want. And, and, And Dave's that way. He's just like... He liked it. He's killing it. He doesn't care about anyone's attitude. And it was pretty awesome. So we pounded it and it was super fun because he's such a beauty. And yeah, it was a really nice ram. And then uh, it was pretty cool. And then his brother was out with another guy and uh, he ended up killing a ram like a few hours later. But And we found this out through InReach, right? It was just coincidental that happened. And then uh, so we made a big pack and we were meeting up with Jason and the other brother. And then... Uh, me and the one brother, we, it, long story short, it was a few days later, so we're all kind of hunting together and branched out trying to find sheep, and then they found this other one and made a big push on it, and uh, we heard the gunshots because we were kind of working the other valley, like, trying to get to them, and they killed it, and just an absolute tank of a ram, like, you know, like, mid-180s, like, 185 type thing, like, just unbelievable sheep, so we got there, you know, at the end of it, which is great, you know, that's their moment anyway, you know, so yeah. it was pretty badass, everyone was pretty pumped up, and we all backpacked out together, and yeah, it was super fun. So, and that was those sheep and yeah, so it was good. Like really good hunt for those guys, especially like they got two rams over 180 and yeah, like out of three brothers and uh, they're all, but they all went Boone and Crockett, right? Cause 170 is Boone and Crockett. So it was pretty badass. Like when you think about it, like that's, that's a big that's feat. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so is it, yeah, des- is it true with those desert bighorns? Like I, I don't know a lot about them and the pictures I see on the internet are always going to be really nice pictures because that's what the internet's for but they always yeah. looked really heavy like are they are. are they heavier by typical that you've seen than like a, a rocky mountain or they just have a different way about them i don't know that's what i always see and I, I feel like they look really heavy and they carry their mass is that true or is that just the good pictures you're seeing yeah it's just like rocky mountains and you got to remember, like I've done, a, I've done, you know, seven years of hunting Rockies in Canmore and stuff like that. I can't, I'm probably not the best person to explain that to you. Like I have friends that would probably be, I'd say Rockies are bigger animals, 
you know, on, but they're similar. There's no real significant, yeah, like a desert bighorn is hard to, the Tiburon Island holds a more of a genetic to have a bigger, bigger horn than most of the mainland, no question. I'm not telling you that you can't get that on there, but the pictures you're seeing, like, they're definitely, yeah, you don't know the truth behind them a lot of the time. They're really good-looking ram. Who knows what they score? Who really gives a shit mm. but to answer your question? Yeah, um, they just look, they always look heavy. They do. I don't know. They look, yeah, they are heavy. Like, those ones, like, those ones, that, that, you know, bases reaching 16 inches is fucking huge, yeah. dude. Yeah. You know, so, but Rockies do it, too. So, I guess is, is what I should answer. But, yeah, like, on Tiburon, you will get a... There's, they're not all that way, but there are rams, like ex- exceptional rams that will be, you know, 16, you know, over 180, like fucking huge units, you know, but you don't, one thing like, and like, you know, and that's one thing too. Like you look at the stats on how many desert bighorns are over 40 inches. There's not very many like, you know, but Rockies, you can get some like real long ones, you know? So I don't know the reasoning for that, but it's just a hard thing to get. It's Rockies are definitely bigger to answer your question. I fucking mumbling yeah. on here. You know, no, no, they, you're good. There's no, some big ones, mumbling. big, big deserts for sure. Yeah. Um, they're definitely not all that big. You can make any sheep look big with a good photo, but yeah, you know, so yeah, well, yeah you have the to old tell arm extension after. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so for sure. But well, yeah. so you prep for both your sheep hunts. Like, is there a? We wanted to talk to you about different prep that you uh, you go over. Not physical prep, more like kind of gear and kind of how you get yourself ready for your outfitting season and we thought there'd be some good content there like what you do with your camps and and how you get everything going and then uh, and just for you singly as a hunt so do you have a lot of things you take to mexico and you take north with you or is there like a big difference that you do or is like oh what does it I, look yeah, like for a, you when i'm in mexico it is it's a little different because obviously you're packing like just lighter like you're not packing the warm clothes, but you'd be surprised how cold you get there too. So when I go there, I definitely have like a super down coat. I'll throw a toucan. I throw long johns in still because your evenings are chilly, right? And then I don't, I take like a zero degree bag, um, which is zero degree for us, right? Yeah. So like it's, it's just like basically. Oh, zero out the light bag. The light, yeah. light bag, right? And so I do that way. And then just like, yeah, basically lighter, warmer or just cooler clothing, you know? Um, I do take like, uh, just because I like watching movies, like if you, you know, to unwind or whatever, if you got shit weather, which you don't normally in Mexico, but sometimes you're just bored or you're in bed early. So, you know, I'll take battery packs, you know, you still got your inReach. Um, yeah, it's just stuff like that's pretty standard, right? So you just, I take a small, like a one man, the new one man Kuyu tents are tough to beat. Uh, for me, I think they're easy to set up. They really sorted that out with the new ones. Um, you got lots of room. They fit in your backpack. Good. Um, I take that just a, like a lightweight, like a Neo air thermarest, just cause it weighs nothing. They're noisy and annoying when you're rolling around. Yeah. That's the one I have. From, yeah. yeah. Like Dirt I don't up, think yeah. they're, they're, they're not the greatest. They're it's just, they work. One. Yeah. But they yeah. seem to last. Like, I, I mean, there, there's, I, I prefer like a, they're heavy, light as fuck. Dude. They're light. So they, they're just good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, same kind of boots, same whatever. Lighter sock, like I'll take like, I don't wear two socks. I wear just the lightest socks I can because if you get warm there. Um, what else? It's nice to have leather gloves, like just things. It's just you're treating because everything yeah. prickles you and rips you. I always wear a long sleeve in Mexico most of the time. Um, just because you don't need the sun draining you any more than it needs to. Yeah. So, 
stuff like that. Always got a hat on. Always got sun. You know, sunscreen is a big one. Sunglasses are good. So you don't have you, a lot in your pack. So do you put sunscreen in for uh, July and NWT or BC in August? No, I never have. I mean, just because. I mean, you could. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just I don't yeah, I got, do it. First time I went, I got sunburned as fuck. Shit, yeah, yeah. But you never know. Fuck, I mean, the last few years that I guided at the territories before Stan sold, it seemed like all it did was rain. Yeah. You know, so I would have it up there. And if, it, you know, the forecast is warm, then maybe throw it in. But it wasn't really on my checklist. And maybe that maybe sounds stupid to some people. But I'm just saying, like, I... You know, I normally didn't pack it. And, yeah. and I think you should. If it's sunny, obviously you should have it. It's just to answer your question honestly, I never really packed it that much. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the only difference in Mexico. I'm not packing a lot. I just, I pack stuff for, oh, and I pack, like, that's one thing when I, whatever, that's not really answering your question, but I always take, like, a stove and a pan because I don't want to rely on the Mexicans that are with me just, you know, to have coffee. I want to get up and do what I want. So I pack that and pack gas and do my thing, right? Yeah. So, but you definitely, uh, you know, compared to a stone sheep hunt, it's much different, you know, because you just take a little more and your, your food is such a huge part of your trip on the, so with the, the stone, ones. like just up the upcoming season, like what are things that you are guaranteed throwing in your pack? Guaranteed in my pack will be a pile of movies downloaded on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of good battery packs. Um, just my rain gear, super down coat, down pants, down mitts, Two pairs of socks, two pairs of icebreaker boxers or whatever Murano ones you got. Um, one pair of pants, um, one toque. Like I said, my rain gear. Yeah. Um, that's basically it. That's, I don't take a lot of stuff. And then like I average about two pounds of food per day is what I like to do. And I just prepackage all my stuff in a Ziploc bag for every single day. And the only reason I do that is just some days you have more so you can you yep. can add more you can take more it'll get you through some yeah. days you're not as hungry if you kill a sheep one day you know if you're with a couple buddies you kill more than one ram you know you're feeding on that <clears throat> and yeah i keep it pretty simple throw a sponge in there if you get condensation or any kind of moisture in your tent it doesn't weigh anything it sucks it up and it's gone you squeegee right. it out simple little thing like that it's a huge tool that is fuck i never thought yeah, yeah actually guys, that's, you know, that's really good you have like a few like you've been in a tent more than anyone i've known Lay, lay in there whether you're socked in you're scouting for sheep you're hunting on your own you're guiding it doesn't matter uh what are other do you have items like that's a great item like a little piece of sponge like i've never even fucking thought of that i mean we've never had bad condensation yeah. yet but it's gonna come one day i mean yeah, it just depends so on weather if you happen. get cold weather warm weather or if it chucking changes or <laughs> you guys are in there snapping one out. I don't know. <laughs> you <steam it> up. <laughs> so like, if you got to, you just wake up and you got condensation or the corner of your tent, like a sponge is simple. You just, yeah. it soaks it completely up and you fucking squeegee it out and problem solved. That's you know, yeah. because a t-shirt or anything, it's not going to get oh, it. Oh man, condensation's so, the worst. And then it, it just makes yeah. it easy depending on what, you know, and I don't care how great your tent is at some given time, you're going to have a bit of condensation, right? So yeah. That's what I do for that. And that's how I pack for that. It's it's pretty simple. Like food is a big one. Um, my boots, my gaiters, you know, the socks, that. It's just... Yeah. And then, well, and then, so that's another thing I'll take. That's, I'll have uh, a Murano t-shirt, a Murano long sleeve. Um, you know, so I'll take two of those, two long sleeves. But I mean, when, you know, so you basically only have a, you have a spare in your, in your backpack. Like I wear one pair of pants. I don't fucking do you, take two. Do you bring long johns? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, 
I, I do like all Okuya's stuff. I'm not saying that other companies don't make good stuff because like they, they obviously do. It's unreal. So when I say that, I'm not like... Mm-hmm. I, I personally think that Okuya stuff's better because I've had good experience with it and that's... I really like their stuff. Yeah. And so I take... Like, I like the tearaway ones so you don't have to like... You know, sometimes you're chilly in the morning push or you're going to go up because you know you're going to glass for a few hours. Then you're going to carry on. It's just nice because you just rip your pants down, leave your boots on, pull those things off, throw them in your pack, keep going. Those side zips, man. They're unreal. That That's like an absolute game changer. Yeah. Like, yeah you can't go time... back. I'll never buy non-zip oh. fucking under gear again or rain gear. Mm-hmm. First trip ever, day one, get up from the tent, put the Heli Hansen polymer, those blue fucking long johns on. Yeah. Put top and bottom on. I'm like, it's a little crispy. Fucking like, I was... 50 yards from the tent and i'm on a full body sweat you want to die and i'm like boots off backpack off right naked on the mountain just my ganch on taking the fucking long johns off and then you're you're cold because you just got geared right down and then a lot of times and then you'll push through it because you don't have time to take it off yeah you just don't do anything so like taking your boots off especially when you get them tight just right like i know like my hockey skates like if my one skate's tighter than the other that's gonna drive me fucking crazy. Like I'm, I'll tie it like three, four times till I get it just right. If you get your boots just right and you gotta peel yeah, the fucking things off, like, yeah, exactly. Oh, and then the worst is like if you're going with a buddy and they're hiking and in your head, you're like, you want to stop, but you don't want to really want to say because you yeah. just kept going. You want to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, and then the thing's ruined because that shit doesn't breathe and it stinks and oh, it no. reeks and it's just yeah. caked. Oh, um, yeah, that yeah. was a rough. I had that Lon Johns and Viking fucking rain gear. Yeah, like fucking it was it was shit things have come a long way yeah it's definitely way better no question so with like your you obviously pack a spotter and tripod um obviously like a good set of binos like i know glass goes a long way especially when you do what you're right right? and i left that part out so like the optics i i so i do pack the clothing i said plus i always have a stove um i'm always hunting with someone so if like we're guiding and we have a client so I'll even chuck like a gas in a client's bag. They can pack it. Yeah. Um, and then we'll each pack one. We always have way more, but it's it's better to have more. Um, I always pack a tripod, spotting scope, you know, my binos, um, Havilon. I like the the Civilware ones, like Jeff Rowley's company is unreal. And I'm a big supporter of that. Yeah. So um, I use theirs. They just a better fit. They they sit in your hand better. I just I just like them more. I like Jeff more. It's it's a cool deal. Um, yeah that works really good and you know just a few blades all of that stuff and and that's about it so it's just it's such a basic thing like so many guys they have all these i don't know what flares and ribbons and fucking whatever else you can imagine that any outdoor store will sell you and i think they all serve a purpose but i don't pack like a leatherman and all that they are good um and i was actually looking at that's actually interesting the leatherman you don't bring i was thinking about that is has it ever needed to come in handy? Like, hundred percent, it'd be handy. There's a million things that would come. I in know, handy, but it's I'm like, is packing. the weight worth it? Like, we've been talking about this for trips. It's like, worth it if you need it. So, like, I'm gonna suffer if I don't. I'm just saying, like, I yeah. don't take it. Well, right? no, it's, it's yeah. There's one thing that I do pack, and I think everyone should pack. Is a friend of mine's a cop, and he gave me a trauma kit. So basically, what it is, and it's it weighs nothing, but it's just like uh, for massive wounds. So if you get like a wicked puncture. And there's a way to do it. And maybe I'm not supposed to have it, but it's a fucking everyone should have it. So yeah. if anything happens, you get a puncture, you get shot, you do anything, you're going to be able to like give a good, and 
I'm not it's a paramedic. So, so somebody that really knows might be like, oh, this kid's an idiot. But you know what? It's giving him a chance and it's going to work. So, And it's pretty, like, maybe I won't do it the right way, but I'll do it good enough. Dude, it'll so, save your life. Even in one yeah. of those tourniquets too? Oh, no, you should. Yeah. That's another one. And that's yeah. another thing that I do have. And and I, I feel like, you know, that's great to know CPR and, and all that stuff. But the reality of it is you're keeping someone alive, in my opinion. So don't, again, quote me on it until help gets there. But when you're in the mountains, they ain't coming. Yeah. So you could sit there and pump on their chest all they want, but they're going to be fucking dead because like there's no time frame that they're going to come yeah. get them, right? You hit so, that inreach SOS, like that's got to go through a bunch of different people. Yeah, and they're very good and, yeah. and helpful, but it's very low odds at yeah. that point, right? They ain't but sitting someone, in the chopper waiting for you, right? Yeah, right. And, and like I, when I'm saying this stuff, you got to understand I'm not like educated on it, but that's my way of thinking. And so yeah, I could well, be very wrong. So I don't want to offend anyone that's listening to that saying like, no, I don't, don't no, nothing you're saying would offend anyone. I think you know i've looked into those uh they're like you're probably talking about those like clotting trauma kits that's what it is yeah severe fucking wound it clots it like it's yeah you actually what it does is like it and then there's another one it's a bandage that'll go over a puncture room so like which has punctured your lung or whatever and it actually goes over top of that and so it stops the air from getting in initially like yeah it's like not a it's a legit thing like you're not going to go buy it at you know crazy some anti-hunting outdoor store it's not they won't have it right so it's just you know things like that like mac won't help you on that you know yeah so um it's pretty interesting and then there's like uh two good friends of ours like a really good friend luke that was just up there too and he he was a cop for eight years too and like about as big as beauty as they come and he really explained it to me too and actually like hands-on he showed me you know when things you need or don't need well getting training on stuff like that too like here you can give me a tourniquet like i've got first aid i know how to work it but if someone you'd be like what the fuck do i do with that yeah and adam my friend adam that you've met he's a really good friend of mine and and he's the one that gave to me he's like johnny you need to have this and then he gave me the tourniquet and and like yeah it was i mean that's pretty pretty smart right like yeah what a guy right so and i was super ignorant to it prior to that i took polysporin band-aids and whatever yep. you know i don't know yeah, poly- polysporin and a band-aid that'll get yeah. you through hey? ibuprofen hey, and benadryl little polysporin and duct tape fucking <laughs> got my leg if you're on together. a house yeah. and you're in trouble, electrical you're tape yeah <laughs> oh it was pilsner duct tape that came in a yeah. fucking box of just beer just don't use your own first aid kit it's rule number one on a hot on yeah, a yeah. <laughs> make sure it's someone else's on a first aid kit i don't know rule number one is if you use your own first aid kit go swap it with someone else's yeah exactly fucking that closed up all polysporin and duct tape closed like a six seven inch fucking Devin, you did like leg. the most biggest black yeah. ops mission in the planet to recover that <laughs> yeah yeah, that was a hunt somebody got own, charged eh? heavily for that one yeah, yeah someone, someone ate that bill yeah. <laughs> it's kind so of a, it, a free-for-all on a stay yeah though, so. oh that was uh yeah i fuck i forgot about that fucking not the it was stag, four years ago cut. yesterday not that this is a yeah the memory podcast, popped up but yeah. yeah yeah it was fun I still got sunburned. It was way funner than a sheep hunt, I know that. Yeah. I'm still sunburned. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you got everyone usually has a little bit of of like a food uh no, it's not a tip or a trick, but something that I think everyone kinda just puts in their food bag that maybe someone else doesn't do, or like uh what we learned from one of our previous podcasts was like what was it, scrambled egg like mountain house and wraps. I really thought that was a good one. What do you have anything that you do? Or I, are you real it, basic? I think I, I feel that we take credit for the rap scene. Yeah, area. first time I heard it was from you. Like I'm just yeah. joking, but like no, no, we real. take. I I put the most 
like uh, breakfast skillet's my favorite, and I put that in yeah. a wrap. I take um, if you go to Costco and you get that extra old cheddar Halverson. I don't know, maybe that's not what it's called, but it's three year old aged cheddar in the individual packets. Yeah. Well, I I, I ration for about four of those a day because I put it on every wrap I have. And the best thing is when you kill a sheep and you cook it over the fire and you throw it in your tortilla oh, yeah. with throw that aged cheese. cheddar and hot sauce. Holy it's fuck. a bit of a life changing deal. It's wait, wait you bring wait, you got to touch on that. You bring hot sauce. What else do you bring? So I bring hot sauce. I bring cheese. I bring wraps. And then, like I've said before, like I remember, like when um, Brendan was asking me to, he's like, "Oh, I need you to do this like food prep thing for this this kuyu deal." So I'm like, "Fuck, man, people aren't gonna want to take what we take." Like. A platypus with like a bottle of wine, like those are things like all these guys. Like everyone's so like athletic and like hardcore, and I don't feel like. I mean, clearly we hunt a lot and carry on, but we I like a little bit of wine in the evening, you yeah. know, like on the well, long run. I'm the one packing yeah. it. It only lasts like the first night. Who am I kidding? Yeah. But... Drink a platypus of wine on day one. <laughs> yeah, but it's only a bottle. But it's not... <laughs> I, I see the bottles you pack around. But... Yeah. So, but then it's like I like the cheese you know that the wraps definitely you have to have hot sauce um a lot of comfort stuff too like hawkins cheesies oh fuck i mean like that they're in the salt like so you get the costco big one so you take that um another thing is like so that's like everyone's on a health kick and and we're clearly not on a health kick on ours but if you buy like the halloween potato chips so you get all it's nice and you know you get a popcorn one day or ketchup chips and so like i mix it with like meat and like so i'll take like cold cuts or we'll grab like dried salami we'll just cut that up with some aged cheddar yeah. and some crackers and shit because it feels like a lunch i don't want trail mix in a fucking cliff more yeah like i'm tired of that i get it works but like man we've been on a lot of sheep hunts and like if you're on like day four and that's what you're eating like like it, power to you but i'll pass and i am not taking protein powder or doing any of that shit and if it works for you i'm just sick of it so yeah and when i i'm a little bit different with that and i like uh candy bars or candy so i'll have candy it sounds like all I eat is garbage, but I don't. So it'd be like dark chocolate, oatmeal. Like I'll have uh, oatmeal for breakfast. Dark chocolate is like a snack because I just like it. You can get really good ones like a uh, caramel and salt or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like little things of like candies, um, like Ritz crackers and cheese, um, you know, meats, tortillas, you know, a good mountain house and just snacks throughout the day. Like lots of, if you get like a different almonds like the wasabi soy sauce ones or i mean it's all preference right i just and i make it different every day so like as your hunts go on like you just you got a variety you can't go wrong with skittles on any sheep hunt (laughs) fucking unreal i don't know it's just people look into it and and like they're on major health kicks and and it definitely goes a long way you need to be on a health kick for you're going to lose weight on a sheep hunter so you can eat whatever the fuck you want yeah yeah but i mean it's just it all helps for us and, and tons of coffee and and uh yeah. like, like uh noon tablets and all that yeah. i'm big on like emergency i'm really good on like i am a bit of a vitamin freak and all of that stuff so but all i'm saying is like it's just like kind of snacky food that what i'm the way i explained it isn't it truly the way it is like i what it's just i try to keep it like comfort food that you normally yeah, yeah. eat at home right so if you got some yeah. kind of like dried breads and cheese or you know you kind of imitate a, a bit of a normal lunch when you're going to stop because you know, trail mix and all Look, that. Johnny's, if that, if that Johnny's works for eating, you. Sh- 
You're yeah. eating charcuterie up on the hill by the sound of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm liking it. We're going sheep hunting with Johnny. That's all the little the... salamis and cheese and shit. Like a little yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. We got yeah. a nice yeah. spread when we're sitting Fuck down. Fuck yeah, that yeah. sounds good. Hey, you and then you got to have a cup of there. coffee Fuck. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking sick. Yeah. That's a little bit really of vino. Got... Fuck it. I've got a lot of Italian yeah. friends, so I've learned yeah. the ways. we got to just relax. A little bruschetta and vino watching the sunset. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a little romantic up there. Oh, it's good. Bunch of fight. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's funny though. Talking about yeah. like, like lots of junk food, like candy and stuff like that. Like I love the Ritz crackers with the cheese, where you get like, what is it, six of them in a little package. Those are they huge. weigh nothing. They're tons and of they calories. got two hundred calories. In yeah. it. Another thing that's yeah. got packed with calories that I love is the fucking Rice Krispie squares. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Fuck, they weigh nothing. They're like yeah. two hundred eighty calories or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know about you, but I could fucking pound a whole plate of Rice Krispie squares. I mean, <laughs> no, but I, I could just... afford not to, but I But I then do. it keeps you going. Like, you're happy to be, I don't know, man. Like, you eat enough. Like, you're not, there's, I don't know. It's just, it's just, you mix it in and it keeps you going, right? Yeah. So, like, and then even, like, shitty days. But coffee's, like, a big one for me, What too. kind of coffee do you, because. I take, so I mix it up. I'll take, uh. I'll have some French vanilla, like, you know, those uh, Nescafe. Nescafe. So you can get the the three-in-one, the cream and sugar ones I like. I found those when I was in Thailand one year, and that was the first time I'd seen them, and it was good. You have brought them over yeah. to my house. And then and we and started s- fucking drinking so them then, every yeah, and then day. I, they're really good. But then sometimes you get bored of them. Then I like the Starbucks ones. And then yeah. you go, you just, I, I mix it back and forth or whatever, right? But I definitely take a lot because I don't know, I want to. And then sometimes you get stuck. And another crucial thing is a crib board. You got to have that on every sheet. <laughs> Kurt like, doesn't know huge. how to play crib. It'll be I a fucking embarrassing. I'm going to have been taught a thousand fucking, fucking times. But I like look at the cards and I'm like, 15 1 15 2 and I'm like we're gonna I don't have, know how to we're fucking gonna have to story play of go my fish life I, fucking guy. that that's yeah. what I used to play was go fish but yeah. then that so that you hear me talk about them because I hunt with them a lot and they're like yeah. I, they're just fun to hunt with and I they, they've done a lot for me as far as like opportunities and going but it's the Douglas brothers that I go to Mexico with and have hunted with and they've come to the Yukon done lots of shit those guys play cards like yeah. the freaking coolest shit so he got me hooked like we killed this one ram and came back and so he taught me like the guy's got more patience than anyone because, like, I am so stupid and can't count. But once crib, here we're talking about crib now, but you figure out what Fuck 15, because that's the goal, right? But anyways, now I learned how to do it, and I'm just obsessed with yeah. it, right? So, yeah. yeah. It, it, but big, it, it does kill the time. I'm a big crib guy. Huh? Are you? Yeah, oh, freak. And then you can yeah, get, oh, like... fuck, I love crib. You can lose money on that shit, too. You just better pay up if you do. Like, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I like, you gotta uh, have a good board anyway. 31. Do you remember playing 31 back in the day? Yeah, though? I could play 31 with you. That'd be yeah. fun. That'd be fucking nostalgic. Yeah, yeah I'll play. And that's too high accounting for you. It's the same. Devin always fucking only... beat me because I do not count cribs. So he's like, oh, no, you only got a couple there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got I got 10. Skunk oh, again. Yeah. 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 No, that's, you should that's... learn it, though. It's a good game. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so we're kind of getting ourselves <clears throat> prepped for our sheep hunt this year and i wanted to ask you a few questions kind of pick your brain and knowledge about situations uh that could present themselves while we're on our stone sheep hunt this year um i think the first one i think kurt and i both kind of been chatting about this it's been hot this year i mean it's hot a lot of years in bc uh and we're going in for the opener in august it's usually, hot. Ex- it's usually hot in the summers, Dev. Just, yeah, summer. You know, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's north. In, me. We're going in fucking BC, north. it's usually hot during the summertime. Just you know, letting you know. So, 
Majority of the time it's hot in the summer. Yeah. And it's usually cold in the winter too. So Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> so, so would you have any pointers on what changes like looking for sheep or their habits when it's like, you know, we could be in the mountains and it's plus twenty eight, plus twenty six, wow. maybe even thirty. Is Generally, there is there a difference? When it when it's hot they're usually like I mean, when it's hot and there's bugs, on average they're just they're gonna be higher, right? Like that's just the way it'll be. Not all the time, but most of the time, I'd probably he'd be betting that they're going to be high. So, and when I mean, you know, very high. So, and that's like not always. Like, looks high. They'll be on the top. Yeah. Huh. So, that's like keeping in the breeze, keep out of the bugs. Yeah, kind keep of out thing, of the yeah? bugs. They're out of the breeze. They can see what's going on. It's fucking hot. They get up and it's nice and cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll be sometimes in shitty spots. And, like, I don't know. We had a weird year in the Yukon where there was like no wind, wicked hot. We found the sheep, they weren't extremely high, but I'll, I'm saying generally they're going to be high. Yeah. And I mean, everyone's the freaking biggest expert and, you know, I'm obviously not. My opinion, they're going to be high, right? So that's all I'm saying. So, yeah. So high and you, are you, do you ever look for particular, uh, directional facing slopes like do you look for not really i just look honestly just high i I, know i just look everywhere i mean i don't ever stop looking so i you know what maybe that's it i'm probably a shitty hunter but i just always looking (laughs) just keep looking and look high look wherever look down too don't quote me i mean i'm just saying when it's screaming hot like that most of the time they'll be up high in my opinion right so that's is a as my advice is that it's definitely not. I, I, there's probably guys that'll disagree with me. When it's super high, that's what I consider. When the bugs are bad, they're generally higher, right? So it's kind of. Oh, that's good. I mean, I actually then, would have thought that I would have been looking at the creeks and water and the shade in the trees. So it's. Uh, yeah. See, I would have well, fucked could, that right up. Generally, have I, I would have looked... on that, but I mean, like I'm like on the, the peaks, like on the very yeah. top. You know, depending on the country you're hunting, right? If you're hunting some of the low you know there's different terrain where a lot of sheep are held up like in certain areas of bc which we all know there's no real peak so they obviously won't be there they're going to be in the timber and they're going to be in the shade so to answer your question that's probably but most of the mountain stuff that they'll be high right so So if there's if there's rocky peaks if it's sharp or at least like if that's the terrain you're hunting that's where they generally will be if you're hunting different terrain that is like low slung stuff they're going to be where they're going to be um, if it's cooler or whatever, right? So generally, yeah. though, like a lot of stuff that if you're hunting a particular area that there isn't these low slung like valleys and I mean, um, a lot of guys hunt and there's a lot of good sheep in there. I'm just saying the places that are more mountainous, that are steep and more rugged, it's going to hold some sheep and they're going to be up high if it's really, really hot, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I always feel like I have to like, because like. You know, people always want to pick everyone's opinion apart, but that's oh, yeah. just what I think, right? So yeah. that's what I would do to answer your question for yeah. my advice. Fucking look high. If you're hunting later in the season, that's another one. Like, look lower. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, it's no secret. Like, one ram I did kill was on the bottom of the bottom, right? Hanging out in a bunch of, like, whatever. So, yeah. you know, most guys probably may have missed them. Even ours. Up. Ours last year was low, too. Low, yeah. Not very yeah. high, yeah. Was it super hot? Uh, it was 24 25 well that's hot yeah so but that terrain again there isn't yeah so i don't know but that is all i'm saying devin is that's you know other than that i mean there's no real tip other than yeah hunting an area instead of just hiking an area i always recommend that like 
Yeah. Don't be on a quest to get a million miles. Be on a quest to just hunt the area you're in. Always looking. Yeah. Like you're tying up your boots. You're having a drink of water. You're having a snack. Just always be glassing. Um, How important is water? Like, like, does sheep need to water? Like an elk needs to be around water. Moose, uh, are they pretty rugged where like they can go a couple days without water? Or they... I don't know the exact number on that, Kurt. They, yeah. Water is something they need. Sometimes like... I am not the person to ask for yeah. that. Um, they definitely, like in Mexico, they clearly don't need much water, but they get the nutrients from plants. So wild sheep yeah. here, like they get, they, it's, yeah, it's not life or death. They're, yeah, there's spots, like they do need it. Um, yeah. They're definitely a hardy animal. They definitely, yeah, they, yeah. there's places that sheep live that I've hunted in the NWT, but there's no water around. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and they're there, but they do make a big push. I've watched it. So water is obviously clearly insanely important it. to them, but they can like, it's not like a daily ritual where if you found a watering hole in a sheep on the hill, you can just sit there and pick one off. I find that unlikely, but yeah, you know, because there's water in every little nook and cranny or whatever. I don't know. I um, would think that's my thought is that like, we think they're going to travel to the water. We know, but I bet you, in those mountains they have their little pockets anyways they're they just gonna i think go so. to like they'll they'll yeah. lick a fucking they're like goats they'll lick the wall that's drizzling water like they don't give a oh, fuck they're, they're resourceful and they and they figure it out yeah like well, i yeah. i'm definitely uh you know i think i'm not the right guy to answer that question accurately you know yeah. if you took someone that was you know far more knowledgeable than me and there's lots of them out there they would be able to but like i think like you said Devin, i think you kind of nailed it like we always think they're going to go to the water. We know, but I think they clearly have spots. Yeah, they, they find some spots for sure. Totally. I think eating the plants, like you said, too, might. Hey, Mexico was super cool. Um, I learned a lot from like uh, Poncho and Lalo and different things. And depending on the spring that they, they've had there, like there's certain flowers that grow up and the animals just thrive on them. And uh, we don't notice it. But when you're guiding there and you learn to notice it, like if you're just a wander on like you two not knowing or never been there. Yeah. And then and, and most of the water comes from the nutrients in those plants. And there's a certain yeah. cactus that they eat that actually has quite a bit of water yeah. and, and stuff like that too, right? So it's pretty interesting stuff. And it actually, that's one thing that kind of puts you to learning more about hunting there and, and targeting, you know, because depending on where those flowers and different things are, like a lot of sheep will target those areas, you know, and yeah. be in those areas. And, and it was pretty interesting to learn that this year, especially where some of the big rams we killed were in these particular spots right so they well, and it's all getting back to diet and food and that's yeah. what an animal needs to survive so they're not just gonna yeah, yeah so it makes you a better hunter as far as just like i always preach on just glassing and hiking around and getting lucky i guess because that's mainly what i've done but you definitely there's far more to it and when i say that i'm joking because you do need to be a good hunter and and know those things other than just winging it and rolling around right but yeah yeah so it was pretty cool this year definitely noticed it a lot right so that's sweet yeah it's pretty and you just like, and those guys are so wicked because they've just, and I'm talking about Tiburon now, but they've just been there and done so much. And yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I mean, that's shit that, you know, it's pretty invaluable. Like, but that's probably the same. Like, like you look at a guy like Stan or Clay or those guys that are up in Northwest Territories, oh. like they've been doing that for so long where they know where sheep are going to be. Like, mm -hmm. no you know, question. you can just look at the terrain, like if someone be like, they won't be there because there's something there that they don't like or an area like if sheep like you know mm -hmm. like where the rock meets the shale or if there's a green patch right i don't know well like, stuff like that it, it's it's a little more lush in the northern stuff compared to like a desert oh yeah, yeah. so the desert's easier to target like more vegetation yeah. and stuff but like yeah definitely water and then yeah. like exposure and stuff like 
I mean, and those guys' knowledge is, you know, yeah. are they out of my league, but... Are yeah. stones, are they more liable, like, during the day? Are they going to be in the shade, or are they going to be sunning themselves? Or just kind of random, like... It varies. I To paint, to actually say that accurately, I don't know. They just... Yeah. I, I <laughs> Maybe it's just, like, a cop-out for me, but I'm just, like, sheep or just being sheep. Well, you, you know, <laughs> they're more active at different times like clearly in the morning or in the evening yeah midday they will you find them bedded up most of the time but they'll bed up in the sunshine and yeah you know right. wherever they feel comfortable there's no rhyme or reason for a sheep like anyone that says that they just got it dialed well they're they clearly have a dialed i don't yeah. know like i mean are you a guy that gets up at the crack of day like is that to to look for them or do you it depends like, we've heard depends. you don't have to but ah, i don't know man like i'm definitely not up in the dark i i want to wake up Usually when you're where I am sheep hunting anyway, like you're, you're in an area where there's sheep. So, you know, I want to, I don't want to get up in the dark and leave an area. Like if you're big or hunting, maybe that's different, but like in the Yukon or BC or the NWT, like you want to wake up cause you're right there. So you have your coffee and you're looking, you're drinking coffee, you're looking, you're having breakfast, you're looking. Generally, you know, you pack up your gear, you put it on your camp. So that's killed a few hours. So you kind of know what's in the area excuse me and then you just carry on so i like to i like to wake up and uh i want to be awake and uh i'm usually up first light and looking around but i'm not in a panic to get going yeah i just like getting up early and seeing what's there and giving it a good look and then carrying on with my day yeah so. you you were saying take a break oh um you were saying before like because i asked you like we're going up a couple days before the season opens and you know we say we find a legal round like our shooter and like what what should we do should we sit on it like should we literally sleep on the mountain and just watch it and try to wake up and be there or like do you leave it do you try to go back the next day and you like Keep, you can, I, if you got eyes on a sheep and you're right there why would don't leave it yeah i wouldn't um would you sleep on the mountain right there or would you go back to your tent yeah but don't like that's a big mistake guys make they want to get in there and get this stupid fucking video and do all weird shit like if you want to kill the sheep just Stay back from it. Don't Leave blow it, it and like watch the wind. Don't light a fire. Just like don't be a nervous Natalie, but just use common sense. Yeah, you know, wind switches that you can get busted too, right? So I like to just yeah, but stay on it. Yeah, put it to bed. Know where it is. Yeah, right. And if you're gonna just if you got a camp set down, just stay up in a spot. Like don't take your tent with you, but get in a spot. Keep an eye on them all day. It's boring. I get it, but that's in, that's what you're there for. Yeah, and then watch that sheep and and. Do what you can do. It, it actually sucks. I'd rather just roll over here, I'll spot a ram, oh. and make a big push and kill it. Yeah. <clears throat> Waiting a day. <laughs> but that's what I would do. I would I would do that. Like, you know, I would definitely just kind of keep an eye on them, watch them. Okay, back to your tent. That's all you can do. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, and you're generally going to find them, or you hope you find them. But they'll move. They do weird shit. You could lose them. 100%. Yeah. It's not over just because you found one. Sometimes it is, and you think you hung the moon, but... You know, it's not always that way, right? So that's okay. what I always do. It would have been nice to get this information like 10 years ago because I did the complete opposite of what you just said the first hunt I went on. Yeah. Well, I'm, I have too. That's why I'm saying it. Like, I know better, right? Yeah. So. See a legal round the day before it opens up. Sneak out of there. Get, get Garrick. Come back in. Spot us walking back in. Those three rams were gone. Never seen a ram for yeah. fucking eight days. Yeah. And I mean, unless you want to poach it, just leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're yeah. not going too clearly, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, just stay back whatever and i mean yeah there's always that stress of someone coming in but it is what it is yeah. and then if you kind of you wake up in the morning you know where they are like don't sleep in like if you you know yeah. get we, there and <clears throat> opening day be where they are okay have a plan 
have a plan in your head where they like you, everyone's got fat map and everything you know what the lay of the land's going to be like yeah and pay attention to the wind it's common sense right like if the wind's doing this or you've sat there and watched it for a day you know what it's doing in the evening and in a day you know what's coming yeah just use your head sneak in there it's not the end of, it's not this great feat killing the sheep the hardest thing is just finding them in my opinion yeah right? so um, it's just hunting. That's yeah. it. They are a harder animal to find because you got to wear a stupid backpack and hike around. Yeah. They're, they're hard to get to. That's what makes <laughs> yeah. them such a prize so when you do find exactly, one. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So it's just tougher. But I mean, yeah. shooting one isn't the great success story. It's just finding yeah. one, right? So, yeah. But that's what I would do, Kurt. You know? Yeah. I know you mentioned before, like, uh, turn the red light on. Like, you know, we all got these headlamps. I didn't fucking green light, red light. I'm like, what are these fucking things for? But. <laughs> You mentioned it the other day when I was picking. I, and I don't know. Like I just, I just started doing it, and like we always do it, and makes sense. Mm. Like, I think it does. Yeah. Well, and it's I, the same I, infrared they use on the trail cameras, right? I think. Is it, or is it just well, a fucking it, red? There's light? a red that comes on on the trail cameras. Yeah, too, when they flash or whatever. Right? Yeah. yeah, at night. Yeah. Um, we've we've used like, it sneaking in in elk situations. We want to get in in the dark we've left there i don't know if it makes a fucking difference but if johnny's used it too i mean it probably <laughs> yeah but probably I makes mean, a better difference who am i to say well, i'm just like telling one. johnny fucking said so it's good oh, yeah <laughs> johnny johnny but, nightkirk says use the red light yeah yeah no i heard someone else say it so i'm doing the same as you guys I, like you yeah. said how it, like it just doesn't seem to like like the red light you can see it in the background and kind of be like what's that but if you if someone has a led white light on like you can see that a fucking long yeah, way away, yeah, right? Exactly. Like it's a beacon going off. So yeah. it, when I asked you about it, it totally makes sense. And like, it's like, I just learned it in Mexico. It was when we really, and I've done it. I've always kind of done it really. But you know, there it's just like you're around camp or you kind of know the sheep close by. It's just like, fucking shut the fuck up and keep that down. And just, yeah. you know what I mean? So things like that. I'm always I feel like if, scent and wind and all that. Yeah. If, it, if you had sheep in the valleys and, and you knew you were going to get on them, like I'd be tp creeping that whole night like i'd be like just fucking go to bed like yeah. let's just not do jack shit like go to bed yeah. fucking yeah. eat quietly and get up in the morning like i yeah that's exactly. like what i would think you'd do but no for sure and you just don't screw it up <clears throat> yeah and pray to god the wind doesn't change i guess hey eh? yeah i mean you're usually your camps can be far enough. yeah for sure i mean it's just like if you go up to the spot and i mean I don't know. I have had my heart broken by wind so many times. Oh, tell me. Have we not? And you feel so, so, so stupid. 14 years of elk hunting and the winds fuck me. Like, so frustrating. Oh, yeah. Just shower once in a while. That doesn't help. (laughs) Yeah. Or I got to take a shit on the halfway through the stock. One of the two. That's happened a couple times. Story of my life. (laughs) I get so excited. Yeah. What do you, nerves. What do you do, Johnny? Like, we're talking spotting sheep, putting them on, like, When rams crest, like not spooked, but just like you're watching a band feed across and they kind of crest over a ridge and then head into another drainage, do you have like a basic go-to strategy? Like do you kind of give them some time before you get over that ridge and not skyline yourself to find them? If you bump rams, are they fucking gone or do you... Like, it's kind of like a bump ram, and, like, you lose them for a sec over, like, oh, a skyline. It depends how what, what what you did. Yeah. I mean, if you bumped them and they just, like, it was bad, sometimes it's not bad, and you find them a long time away. It, it That definitely depends. Um, if I see sheep that we're after, and they kind of go over crest unspooked or something, um, it can. It just depends what the lay of the land's like, where you're going to go, whether, you know, you get downwind, you can get another angle, get a good view of them, or something. I mean, it... it 
we're pretty spoiled with like technology because you can yeah pinpoint where you are and then you can look over and you know you get eyes on them again and and go from there and make a play on them right so it just depends but do you so, give them a bit of time or do you kind of get up to the no if they like you just watched them crest over no oh, like, i don't give a shit i just want to get around so i can look at as them. long as the wind's fall. good don't you'll get follow up. them yeah like don't yeah. follow them <laughs> like you see the mountain like go on a lower spot look up get a look at them i mean yeah you can roll over the top but you're rolling the dice there man like you yeah just, I, I think i would i personally i would rather get to an angle okay you can get a look at them make a decent stock and just let the air out of one of them well like, that's yeah you do. roll over hill you don't know what's on the other side you no, know on the terrain you don't know what the wind's yeah. fucking doing either yeah, right? like i mean and i don't care how rugged it is i mean just just that that just go hunting yeah. <laughs> you know it's gotta be smart I don't think. force the situation just kind of it is what it is you've already found them i mean if and that's just that's but that's what i would do in devon personally yeah, yeah you can kind of get a read on the country and and go from there well what like i know you've been in this situation we uh, did not so much but like when you think they got you pinned like I know I've seen where like the little rams will, like they might see you, they probably don't, but they just sit there and you have a fucking staring contest, right? Like, you just hunker down and just wait, wait them out. Wait it out. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. yeah, just wait it out. That's all you can do. If you're busted, you're busted. I mean, yeah. it's human nature. You're gonna screw up, no matter how great you think you are. You yeah. know, just I just wait it out. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes they get carrying on, and those little ones will bug you, but yeah, it's. I mean, any sheep will. Any sheep that thinks they see something will fucking yeah, sit there and stare you so, down. Yeah, just wait it out. See what happens. Hope for the best. Yeah. Try to get comfortable. Hope it doesn't rain. Yeah. No shit. Or lightning. <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the way it goes, right? So. Do you do you do any kind of like I we've like I know you want to go on a couple hikes before you go, but. Do you do any kind of training regiment or just? I'm trying, man, but I just can't hard do it. it. It sucks. I went for a run the other day, and I'm like, "Oh, that sucked." Yeah. Like I don't know, but I feel like I'm in pretty good shape, but I don't. I was going twice a week before the heat wave. Yeah. That fucking heat wave, man, just put a halt on everything. Oh. Like I didn't even want to. F- I was just basically plunked my fat ass in front of the AC machine mm-hmm. with a fan blowing on top, and just sat there and sweated. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, but what are you supposed to do? Oh, it's brutal. It's brutal. Okay. But the idea of putting a pack on and training is like the least. Like, no thanks. Yeah. There's no interest to me at all. <laughs> so I, I, maybe one day I'll mature. I'm tr- I, I get all these high expectations, but I. I have not lived up to them yet. So oh, yeah, usually I, think, I just go and by day three, I feel good and I tough it out. I take Advil and yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got to have a little potion bag too for all the feel goods, uppers, downers, in-betweeners, yeah, right? It gets me through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Advil, cold and sinus, whatever. Oh, yeah. A couple sooties to get you going <laughs> yeah. in the morning. You know? It's just like, yeah, yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. It's little, all, yeah. Just uh, a couple sooties and a, a cup of, of coffee. Yeah. Oh, fuck. A little bit of Copenhagen. Yeah. <laughs> Life's good. So, no, for sure. Like, we're going on a hunt in a couple of days here and with two of my buddies, and they're both studs, so you're just like, oh, God. But they were all about the same. Like, they've all just been, you know, enjoying the weather, out in the boat, no one's trained. So, like, I was pretty refreshed when I yeah. talked to them. They're like, no, man, I haven't done shit. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, that's good. So we'll all be in the same boat. I don't know. Like, there's some guys, and I... I I got to hand it to him. Like one day I would love to go out on a hunt, like my first one of the season and just 
be conditioned. Yeah. Like be those training guys are pretty all badass, summer. But I'm not there yet. I'm I just, I kind of just roll into it like yeah. a shit storm and come out feeling better than when I went in. And yeah. usually I'm good. Day one and two suck. Day three, yeah. you're getting better. Day four, five, six, seven, whatever else. Yeah. You're, you don't get tired. You don't get no. sore. You just fucking. But see, it's a lucky thing for me is I generally have a hunter, right? So they're, yeah. they're, they're in worse shape than me, hopefully. Yeah. And then you <laughs> yeah. can. But if you can... get a fucking marathon running, oh, it's just. Then you're in trouble. Yeah. But, so that usually is my scapegoat because I look like a bit of a stud. I can fake it all I want. But then, so you're generally going to be in a little better shape than those guys. Yeah. So that definitely helps. But if, yeah, if you're going to go with someone that's. Because all these guys are just like wound and conditioned and I don't know, doing push-ups outside their tent. Like those guys scare me. I don't want to have any of those guys as my client. I do and I don't. On the second hunt, they'd be ideal. On the first hunt, no thanks. Yeah. I'll pass. Pick the old guy, the old guy. I want a guy that's like more interested in, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That's I feel bad because fucking this numb nuts over here sends me videos of him doing squats and lunges and working out i'm like oh yeah that's cool oh buddy. you got more heart though gassy you yeah kill him. You'll be fine. he'll he'll yeah, he'll beat me up the hill. Yeah, <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll be he'll be waiting for me but not usually i like to stay within you know yeah. 40 50 yards and yeah. then if i'm if i'm sucking fucking hind tit there then i'll grab a second make a here good, yeah keep better pack meal too yeah yeah oh fuck my that's my strategy is just be in sh- better shape than fucking one of my hunting partners Exactly. Yeah, get a little exactly. extra rest, then you get a lot know? more See, well, you'd really do though that's the thing i rate that. myself like a dozer you know like i'll go anywhere just you know not at top fucking speed that's but, all you gotta do though yeah that's honestly all you gotta do yeah like even hunters are like you know i won't be in as good a shape in you i'm like well you might be but <laughs> yeah but <laughs> either I... way just have hard and just want to go i don't yeah. care how oh, fast yeah, that's the biggest thing we have is we don't give a fuck i mean i'm like kurt said yeah. i've been was working out fuck it's been two months i haven't been doing anything yeah. so but you guys yeah. all played sports and hockey and you know what that's, i mean like you have that mindset i think that's a lot of it man. that's all like, it is i mean you get someone that's soft you can't i mean they're gonna suck usually yeah so like i've gone with it. guys not even cheap on just any hunting and dudes that hit the gym every fucking day yeah. like eat breathe sleep it and you know by day two it don't make a fucking difference it doesn't really like those guys are usually the guys that are super lean and they're cramping up and they're fucking sore. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm also that, like that, but then it comes in the other place. They're scared of the dark. There's, yeah. They don't like being wet, which who does? But I mean, like, well, fucking hell, you might as well go home because, yeah. Those hunts are usually really uncomfortable. You can always get blessed with the, you know, so, you know, with a good weather hunt and you're, you know, all of a sudden you, critique your gear according to that hunt well, yeah it's gonna change you never put it to the test no so you know that's one other aspect that comes into it but some of the i've had some yeah it just depends i've had some guys that are really good shape physically but mentally yeah they really weren't that's what know, i was so. trying to explain to the brother-in-law today he was asking about like you know they're always they're not hunters they're they're intrigued by it like when i tell mm-hmm. them the stories they're like I feel like I'm ranting and they're just kind of like, uh, like, but they're super interested, but they said, well, like picking your hunting partner is a kind of a big deal, huge, right? Huge. Yeah. Cause I've hunted Hard with all find. different kinds of people. It is. And you know, Devin and I are, you know, we obviously grew up together. We can push each other and feed off each other. And like you and Newt's and your guys's group too. Like there's a reason why you go year after year with the same people because you know, they're not going to bitch out when shit gets shitty. Yeah. You know, like I know Devin, like 
we've been through some fucking grinds and I don't know, like picking someone. I there's guys that'll just meet some random dude. Like who was it? Uh, what's his nuts there that met that dude and went on that fucking hunt with him? Your buddy down there, Darcy. No, no, um, Peshki. Peshki didn't. Didn't he fucking meet some guy and went hunting with him the first time? No, I don't think so. He's they've they were all kind of started hunting at the same time, which didn't work out for them. So similar. So it <laughs> goes right back to the no, it's similar story. So or I was can it... kind of tell that no no, you're right. I can tell the story a bit. So like when we're talking about hunting partners and how that all works, so they kind of all got into hunting at the same time, like four years ago. So they didn't grow up like us, just like traditional hunting, fucking do this do this but Peshki has like a well you've met him you've seen what he i pull him through like the yeah. goat hunts and the fucking elk hunts that he packs out the guy fuck for a you know a similar build to johnny the fuck he can work so they kill an elk last year and they have some new hunting partners that they're not tested like kurt said they're you don't know what you're going into the back country with and they ended up killing a bull in the alpine the two of them but there was four of them on the hunt they had the guys below them within easily within earshot of the gunfire and those two guys spent 15 hours packing that bull out together and the other two didn't go up to him like in that whole day so like yeah it kind of makes you be like (laughs) what the fuck so and you know what i mean like i don't know these guys but yeah like if you don't know your hunting partners kind of what the topic we're on is like he was not yeah. happy, and he was pretty new to hunting. He's like, "Fuck, are you kidding me? Like, you left us to pack that's this bull out? Like, oh yeah." yeah. That sucks. So, so yeah. that's maybe and you what never you're, know. You're people and, and and people are jealous. That's another quality people have is they want to be the guy on the gun every time. You gotta. It's not a successful hunt unless they're the killer, right? Or, yeah. So I mean, you get guys like that that are you know like you're supposed to be your friends. Like, who fucking cares who gets it? Exactly. Like that's... I mean, you just go and it's like, oh, good, you, you know, like you both got it. I think. But yeah. Some people oh, yeah. don't think that every way, fucking so. time. Yeah. yeah, and that so it is. There's a lot to it, and then guys that'll quit on you because a lot of guys like, yeah, it's great, we guide and uh, we get to do a lot of these hunts, but a lot of guys are these hunts are wicked expensive flights gear training all this anticipation that's what makes sheep hunting so fucking hard is because it is such a small window and it's so expensive and time consuming it's not like okay you live at home and you're going to go deer hunting every weekend and you got this you know you know at your leisure when to go i'm not saying that deer hunting is easy it's just more accessible because it's it's closer right it's within an hour you don't plan all year to go fucking no so there it's at the remoteness and you gotta it's the logistics to do these hunts is fucking hard you yeah. know, and then you get someone that calves out on you because they want to get home because, you know, their kid's birthday or something. And, you know, it's just an example, but there's a lot of shit no, that goes it's... on. And usually because their comfort level is not there. So they just want to get the fuck out. Well, yeah. that's not the kind of guy you want, right? So... No, that's 100%. It. You want to, I mean, that's a good point for anyone listening to this that's planning to go mountain hunting for their first time and they have a partner in mind. Get your fucking strategy figured out get yeah. your idea iron out those kinks you two, yeah what do you what will you go through like kurt and i yeah. know what we'll go through because we'll go through anything together because we grew up together and we'll also call each other a bitch if one of them yeah but you get so and, and you have like, that that's luxury just like this. you can get away with it though it's like me and my brothers yeah. like i can i can be out of hand with him and i know it's fine where i wouldn't act that way with my good friends because yeah. well they're not going to put up with it right yeah um kurt has to 
yeah exactly <laughs> but it's just like that's something guys should say is like okay you find two you know find one ram and it's say it's this humongous monarch of a ram well like well we you know who's gonna shoot it like are they gonna flip a coin or do some fucking dumb thing somebody spotted it i always say like if you spot it that's your deal right like yep. go from there you make the call that makes it fair it's yep. not like you know a lot of guys would be like oh it's his turn like you're the first shooter on our hunt well if that works for you that's fine but usually if you're a solid friend and your buddy's never killed a ram and you've killed like three, well, what the fuck? Let him yeah, shoot it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like what's wrong with you? That's just being selfish. Cause you yeah. just want to brag and put something on Instagram. I don't know. You know what I mean? hundred percent, man. You know what? So yeah. like that part of it and, and that's all coming to ask, you know, if you talk about your buddies like that, like there's three of us going on a stone sheep hunt now and yeah, we've all killed a couple of rams or whatever, a few rams, but it's just like, I don't know. I have zero interest in being the guy out behind the gun. Like yeah. I clear, I, I would love to shoot a, another stone sheep. It'd be sweet, but I'm not just going to tip one over just because it's a ram and none of us are, but it's like, yeah. I'll be just as happy if any of those guys kill one. I don't yeah. care. And I mean it like it's sweet. I'll be pumped. Yeah. You're in the picture. You're with them. You did the hunt with them. Good enough. Yeah. yeah it's a fucking you know? lifetime memory but that I've you'll heard, have forever. Yeah, it is. But I've yeah. heard of people Fuck, losing I'd, friendships over it. I can oh, I know. play over I can play over Kurt pulling the trigger last year. Like it was, I've watched Kurt pull the trigger twice, and in, in the last oh. three years, one on his first elk and and one on his first sheep. And man, it was fucking awesome to watch yeah. like through yeah. the spotting yeah. scope, like watch that happen and be it's right unreal. there. Like yeah. it's fucking as good as pulling the trigger. It's pretty sweet. You're with your buddies. That's kind of what's all about. Right? I tried doing that with Devin a couple of times, deer hunting and moose hunting, and I gave him two shots and he missed. So then I had to show him yeah. how it was done, but. And I think that that's was a that was a tiny tiny little three good eating buck little three point, yeah. but it won the. I get nervous, uh, I get, I, I get nervous yeah. over you know those meat bucks. They get me nervous. <laughs> we yeah. we had a biggest. You gotta buck. fill the freezer. Everyone threw the money in a hunting camp. Yeah, biggest buck. I, had, I think it was a three by four because it had to be a four point. Biggest buck took the pot. So we go out there and Devin's buddies in the back seat of the truck. We see this little buck. Devin bails out, locks fucking Lance in the backseat. Lance is trying to get out. He's never killed a deer. Devin's, <laughs> Devin's laid right out prone on the road. This thing's 100 yards maybe. wasn't yeah, far. Probably. Boom, misses it. Boom, misses it. I just get out of the truck. Pow. Just dump this thing. <laughs> so needless to say, I was fucking, I'm a beauty. So uh, I grabbed the pot, took the boys to the bar that night. We had a good one. Ah, no. Uh, no spent every fucking ever. penny. <laughs> somehow we shit. made it back out to hunting camp. I don't know who was driving, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the old silver bullet probably. But uh, yeah, you know, like <laughs> I, I give him two. I figured that's fair enough. That's unreal. Yeah. But I treated well, him to some shots that night. You give so, him yeah. me more than two this fucking summer. Huh? Yeah, it's oh. on. Yeah, it's that. This I'll is give that you example word. where it is your turn. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. But that, yeah. but that's different. Like, see, though, that's a different situation, right? But, yeah. Yeah, that's no. cool. You'll get her done, bud. Something like that. Like that's a like if it's his, it's his. His his to get, his to miss. Like yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, no, for sure. That's you know, awesome. if he misses, you know, fucking hear about it. But yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. for like the that's why that's why I bring trip. lots of bullets. Yeah. Well, before wow. we get too off the rails here, I still have another fucking question for Johnny. Um, aging. Do you have any tips and tricks, or are you just so fucking good at it you won't share it with us? I'm not really good at anything, but I've been, yeah. That's not what your old lady says. (laughs) (laughs) We just been, I don't know, man. Like I, I, everyone's got their techniques. You know, Clay's really good. His advice works. And I think a lot of people can relate to what he's saying. Um, I just, 
That's Clay Lancaster for people that don't know. But like, um, there's just, I don't know. I think it's when you look at tons of sheep and a lot of people don't have that luxury, but all the years we guided in the NWT and looking at tons and tons and a lot of sheep, you really learn to be good at aging sheep. And it's just like the look of them, you know, and different things. There's things that I look for and I'll just know that he's going to be, no, I, I mean, I won't know. I'll just know a certain age or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. But um, I try to see, like, of the third years, like, kind of at the bottom of their jaw. Usually that's a good sign. Um, that's hard to explain over a microphone, but I don't have any huge... I don't know how I can explain it properly, you know, the aging thing. Like, I, if we were looking at it, Devin, and it's through a scope, I'd be like, well, I could pick it apart and I could explain to you yeah, yeah. why it's this. Do you know what I mean? Do you look at, yeah. like, the demeanor of the animal? Like, I think everyone's kind of heard Clay's uh, theory on aging, like like body type, right? Like, no different than you look at a big moose or big elk. Like, yeah. they're just bigger. They're thicker. Yeah. The, is their stomach's different or just yeah. different things, right? Swayed back, you know. When it's we just look... the way you gotta. If you're like you know that ram that you killed, like yeah. <clears throat> the second I seen it, I'm like, oh, he's an ancient old ram. Like yeah. I just I, I knew that. Like it wasn't like so many guys see a ram that's like young and broom back, and they're like, oh, he's the first. He's old. He's ancient. He's whatever. Like young rams will still be broomed because they're just not very big anyway, and they broom back or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the. I'm sorry if I'm not answering this properly, but they just. You need to look at them and know, like, I can't say it as well as Take somebody. your time and pick it apart, right? Yeah. Like, with our Don't ram. roll the dice. Yeah, our ram last year, we we sat there at four or five hundred yards day. for, yeah, five, six hours. Mm -hmm. And you look at them and you're like, okay, well, the one beside them, we can sit there and count seven all fucking day long on it. Yeah. And this thing is fucking twice the size. Mm -hmm. It's twice as heavy. The body is twice the size. Like. You know, and we're, we're counting fucking eight on him from being broomed off. Like, yeah. he's got eight rings plus whatever he's broke off. Like, but it took a long time, right? And us being green as fuck, like, mm -hmm. you know, I just, I asked you before we went up. I talked to Tim. I talked to guys, like, you know, like, looking at a ram, like, you know, we ran in that situation, like, you know, like a low-slung ram, high off the head, like. Yeah, and then, but always guys register, like, this low-slung thing. <clears throat> because they'll make they'll convince themselves of any fucking feature an animal oh, can okay. have because if that can relate to them killing a sheep right so it just depends like if you look at it you'll be like oh he's really heavy he's really low like every broom bram is heavy for some reason right it yeah. doesn't mean they're fucking heavy you know they're just brooms so they're heavy at the bottom yeah like, they're just like um yeah it definitely just depends yeah like it, it's just like experience and looking at them and definitely just don't convince yourself if you think he's eight and you're not sure don't shoot the fucking thing yeah like like our ram last year like if that ram was by himself i i don't think i would have been comfortable taking it yeah just because i didn't have anything to go from oh good on you though. when when you sit there and you pick the one right next to him and you're like okay the next three or seven for sure and then you're like they're fucking yeah, there you go That's they're standing the side yeah. by side and you're just like fuck that thing he is a yeah. barrel compared to him yeah, body. Like, okay, body yeah, like barrel. we picked yeah. them all apart, and this thing was fucking dwarfed the other ones, mm -hmm. and the other ones were tipped everything like beautiful fucking rams. Yeah, but you sit there with the the phone scope, and you can we watch the video and switch spots, and then take pictures and take stills of the video, and like every single angle for like five hours. Like mm -hmm. we picked every sheep apart that we were looking at, and yeah. you're like, okay, like you can see 
seven year old for sure. Yeah. No doubt. That thing's fucking way fucking bigger. We 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 sat there. We did count eight for sure. It ended up having nine plus whatever he was broke off. Mm-hmm. Like he's you could tell he was older, but I don't well, know. Well, that's another one too. Like and it, if it looks like a like a little panorama that you're just getting set up, you can up, tell the just face. Leave man. the fucking thing, even if he is legal. Like I get it's a great success to kill a ram, but even if it's legal, doesn't mean you have to shoot it, right? Yeah. Like just hold out. It doesn't have to be, you know, for your first ram. Just, just be no brainer. That's my only <laughs> advice. Like it just, yeah. If that's what yeah. you're worried about, then don't shoot him, right? Yeah. Like just wait. If he breaks the nose, kill him, whatever. And you're happy. I get it. Um, I support anyone that wants their first sheep. Like, you know, kill the thing if it's legal and it's it's a ram. That's great. It's yeah. an amazing trophy. They're awesome. And then yeah. just you know try to do better after that. But. Like, I mean, we were bow hunting on Tog, and there's rams at that age, like 9, 10, and it was an absolute piece of shit. I was just like, just let him. Like, yeah. I had zero desire to kill it. So maybe I sound like a jerk to some people. I don't mean to, but that's no, just the way just, I look at it, right? So, I don't think it sounds know, like a jerk fine. at all. Yeah, you know, just just whatever. Um, I have the same thought with elk down here. Like, I hunt them every year, just like you hunt sheep every year. So some people don't hunt elk every year like I get to. Like, there's a lot of us in the Kootenays in BC that do. But it's like, I don't want to, like, bow season, you got 10 days, you can kill any bull. I'm not yeah. going to kill a spike. I won't. I'm no. not going to kill a three-point. I might kill a five-point with my bow, but I'm not going to kill the spike. I'm just not because I think I'm better than that. I just, same thing. I want to let them grow. I want to let them age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, the same principle. Like, I'm just like, fuck, got, I yeah, want to go kill You guys kill are working hard one. to be out there, and you want to have yeah. fun. And, um, yeah. Even, like, I feel like, my first bull I got with you, like I was a young bull. It wasn't old. It was a, was it seven by five? Yeah. So like legal, I'm like never killed them. I have so many close 14 years of fucking hunting them. I'm killing that fucking thing. You know, the bull I got last year was a, what was it seven by six? Like not a young bull, but a all right bull for around here. But here's like, if I go down with you where I know there's big, there's high quality bulls down there. There's big bulls. Look at the one behind you. Obviously, no one else can fucking see you, but I know that those bulls are in there. So, like, when I see one, like I killed the first time, I'm probably going to pass that up and sacrifice. Yeah, move your camera up there. Take a picture of that for the fucking people yeah, that listening because that's an absolute fucking unit. Right? But I'm like, I don't know. Like, here where I know it's low chances of killing a bull and i want elk meat i'll kill one like well, last that, year that's the difference yeah. i mean if you're sheep hunting you're not like trying it's to different the freezer right you're so, not you're not fucking banking on yeah. that sheep to get you through the winter 100%. if you're target and you can hunt elk tons and pass on tons that's another thing you've got a bigger window where sheep hunting yeah. it's like you got this condensed two-week thing maybe if you're lucky more like 10 days yeah you know it's totally different and then i well, see a I moose and i'm like but it's still a successful hunt if you don't kill one yeah so that's the difference and yeah. i mean whatever sappy is that no sound? it's, this is way it's not it, sappy so. it definitely i think more guys talk about that than you think and i think more guys need to be aware of that like but you're right you spend all that all year planning for a sheep hunt like a lot of time maybe even two years and you spend a lot of money to do it or i think what you feel is like you're never going to get the opportunity again it's one of those hunts that we feel that a lot with hunts like you're like oh i better shoot this big buck because i'm never going to see another buck like this and that's that might not be the case that's just a mind game you gotta well totally but i think sheep hunting like a mountain hunt like that where it's that 10 day where most guys don't do it every year 
yeah. they might feel like, fuck, I better pull the trigger on the first legal animal I see because oh, I'll never yeah. see another and, one. And so many guys, like, they just, they want to come home and see, yeah, we got a ram. Oh, sweet. And like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it got a ram and it's like. It's and six, but it like, broke the nose. <laughs> I'll, I'll never yeah. pass on a legal ram. And it's like, oh, well, cool, I guess. Like, I, you know, like, if that's what you've convinced yourself is the right thing to do, like, okay, sweet. But why don't you just pass on it and try to get a big one? Yeah. Like, or not, you don't have to get one. Like, I, you still have all that respect. I, I know maybe it's like, well, I put a lot of money. I mean, I had my flights, I had all this. Like, I'm coming home with a fucking ram, and it's like, yeah, yeah okay. I mean, if that, you know, so who am I to say I don't hunt that way? And if they do, power to them. And I don't, fuck, I don't mean to sound like I'm being a prick, no. but it's just like, oh, no. I think. If what no, do you want, like not... seven, eight year olds on your wall just to think you're cool? Like, no, I don't, it's not. I, I think don't. people change of... too, right? Yeah. Like when I went on my first sheep hunt we came back with nothing and i wasn't I, i've never mountain hunted i'm like oh fuck i guess we weren't six it was still cool as fuck oh awesome the second time i shot a goat on day two i'm like i'm fucking coming out of here or something it was fucking like big but a young goat mm-hmm. not knowing what a fucking big goat was, was i had no idea i'm like you, it's though. a fucking billy sweet like i got it on the wall that's yeah. wicked i would probably never shoot another goat unless it's a fucking tank exactly and that's exactly right? and that's all i'm saying and i'm not taking yeah I that was my mindset yeah. nine years ago where it's like i'm fucking coming home with something yeah and then once you do that once then it's like okay next time it's like well okay i've i've got one of those yeah. but i i, I kind of look at the sheep hunting as mule deer hunting it's four point season but you ain't gonna go shoot a fucking 134 point because it's a four point no you know like for not for me or you or most some people do that's fine like there's nothing wrong with that but no. me personally it's like, different with mule deer the fucking herd dynamics is different yeah, but I'm like, considering like right. stone sheep, stone sheep to mule yeah. deer. Like, yeah, totally. It's just because it's a four point. I'm not gonna whack it. And most pe- people that are looking for a big mature buck, same yeah. as a big mature ram, just because it's eight or it breaks the nose, some people might not do it. Some people might, and it's no different than a, a small four point or a fucking one ninety four point. Yeah, like, exactly. So if you're going stone sheep, like, I mean, yeah, that it just has an example. though. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll, I'll shoot a pinner four point just because I don't give a shit sometimes. Well, but fuck yeah. Like, because I'm going to eat and it's different or whatever and not all the time. The nostalgia like, is a one, little different. Like, if you've been on like 10 sheep hunts and you're rolling one up every year, that's seven or eight. That's a, just a fucking, you're like, really? Yeah. Just a sheep? Like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really that impressed. I, I personally wouldn't do that. I think it's fucking not that great, but yeah, you know, I think and there's sheep nothing are, wrong with it. they're different. You can't compare them to just the mule deer. You know, they're you can't compare them to elk as much. Like they are their own special yeah. hunt. Like everyone gets so passionate and the bug that we got about it. So it's the same difference. Like if you're going on a sheep hunt, you get way more educated than when you're going on a moose hunt. Let's be honest. Anyone who's yeah. thinking about going fucking sheep hunting has spent a ton of time we're doing it right now kurt and i have gone on sheep hunts and now we're doing it again we're educating we're trying to figure out better everything and the guys that are going there for the first time they should think about this conversation like don't just kill it because you want to put it on instagram kill it because it's the right sheep that you want to kill and it's good for the herd like there's a lot of things out there that you don't even learn without talking to people like Johnny or or here Lear and Clay talk about herd dynamics where take that one old ram out but don't take two old rams out like that's a oh, wow. that can those be a, guys there you go yeah and they know what they're talking about like you know so exactly you're right Devin hundred yeah. percent 
Now, I can't say that I'll go in there and I won't see a tipped out fucking six-year-old and not pull the trigger. I'm not fucking that guy either. Like, no, let's sure. be honest. If I see a fucking Nahani twister at six years old, I'm going to fucking probably pull the fucking trigger. But yeah, age matters, but so does size. So, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a different Yeah, thing. true. But I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I, and that's not what I'm, you know, I, I think no, you totally. know what I'm getting at yeah. for sure. Yeah. First round no, too, right? And that, I don't want to yeah. sound negative. Like, I mean, I probably have some friends that will hate me because of saying that. But it's just like, that's just what I think. Like, it's not a successful hunt just because you killed a ram yeah you know like that's all i mean like just and it's not about anybody else it's for yourself not just to go fucking come home and brag that you were successful and killed something right like yeah I don't it's just know. sheep sheep and goat are a whole it's just a whole different genre of hunting like you're not you're not doing that essentially people might not like it but to fill the fucking freezer oh, like shit, no. if you want fucking good eats you go shoot a fucking young four point <laughs> <laughs> or a fucking elk or a, or a real or young whitetail right? yeah. yeah yeah or a, oh fuck any whitetail man but like you know you're not killing yourself because it's like okay i need this fucking 100 yeah. pounds of fucking meat no and i mean yeah exactly sheep hunts are expensive you know that going into it yeah your gear is expensive everything about it's expensive but it's just like yeah it's what you're getting out of it or whatever it's like as so romantic as that sounds it's just yeah, you Dude, don't need to let the air is, out of the It is fucking romantic. Yeah, and no, that's but that's why it's, we fall in love with it. Yeah, yeah, it's good yeah. that way. But it's just you know, fuck, pass on a ram, and there might be a bigger one there. You're not going to kill a bigger one by shooting the first legal one you see. I guess no, that's my moral of it anyway. Yeah. We pass on lots of sheep. It's good. Yeah. So yeah, good man. Fun. But, well, I think we've taken. You got any more questions, Dev? No, I think that's uh, it. Was good, Johnny. I I know it's hard to wrangle you around from or wrangle you away from chronomid fishing or dreaming about fucking sheep hunting but uh man we always appreciate when you you come on the show and and you give us the time of day i know you think we're a couple goons with this shit no never we, we're, i'm the only <laughs> yeah, goon in that right. group yeah. i uh i had to talk him into coming over i'm like oh yeah come over for dinner you got family over and some dinner and drinks and then i yeah, we're going on the podcast. So, <laughs> He's uh, like, we're going downstairs yeah. right now. You're doing fill it. up your fucking yeah. glass right to the brim of wine, and we're going. Yeah. So get I a few fucking drinks in you. I want to thank you guys for having me you. on. I like your show; it's great, and uh, it, no, it's it's really good. I just, I'm probably, I just get really, yeah. I, I don't like talking that much. <laughs> not so. much of a public speaker. Yeah, no, it's not. But I would uh, next. I'll come on again and talk to you about some other shit. There was some hunts in Fuck Mexico yeah. I never told you about, but. Yeah, it did go good and, you know, whatever. Hope I didn't ramble on too much. So Fuck no, man. I'm the one that goes rambling. I forget what I'm talking about halfway through. Welcome to the rambling show. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Going down a rabbit hole and then we forget what the fuck we're talking about halfway through. Yeah. No, we appreciate you coming on, man. Taking some time out of your night. Now my drink's empty. Yours is empty. So. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks, Devin. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Before we fucking shut the old show down, uh, if you guys are liking what we're doing, fucking subscribe. Give us a like, follow us on fucking social, and check out our sponsors. Frontiersman Gear is dropping fucking Mountain Series blades here real quick. If you guys are getting ready for your hunts, make sure you're hitting them up and uh, getting those on order. Kurt and I are going to be trying them out this year, and then we'll put a good review in. Uh, we were discussing today we might have to fucking wrestle for who gets to take home which fucking series, but we know who will win that anyway. So It's going to be a squall wrestle on the Alpine, I'm pretty sure. 
And uh, Guy Reese show today too. Looking for Fat Maps vouchers still, and we still got a few available for hunting season. So if you guys are fucking looking for another way to scout or fucking dial in any spots, hit us up. Come out heavy. And uh, yeah, it's been a good episode. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah, thank you. Hey, before we go, when you say you know like and subscribe, I is that we just saying that because that's what everybody says or yeah i don't even how do you fucking subscribe i have no idea i am on spot yeah you. well okay yeah yeah right? so if what we I want hear to every, you know every, you can subscribe on uh on yeah the on spotify yeah, yeah. And if you said i hear i hear everyone apple, say too. that and i'm like where the fuck do you subscribe so, to this shit yeah so <laughs> apple so yeah if you if you go on so like, that's a good question kurt brings up good points very normal fucking question. I speak for the uh, general public, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The general fucking public. Yeah, we'll go uh, maybe below average fucking window liquor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you want to subscribe, what it'll do is it'll you click the subscribe button on Spotify or iTunes or any of the listening platforms and it'll give you a little prompt when we launch a new episode so then you don't miss out on this great content. Fucking I'll be damned, eh? God, I you, you should subscribe to our podcast. I should. I get on notifications. <laughs> okay, I'm fucking my drink's empty. I'm up. Try to catch me howling at the Sunrise